Welcome in to the first edition of what we're going to call Talking Titans for 10. This is going to be another Broadway sports podcast. It's going to live in the home run throwback feed. So if you're already subscribed to that podcast, you don't need to do anything different. You'll get all these episodes. The the goal here is going to be every day, take about 10 minutes and talk about the news of the day. Uh, Broadway sports, we have a ton of good podcasts. I'm still going to have home run throwback that's going to be recorded on Sunday nights. It'll be a longer form. Uh, John Glennon is going to join me for that most times. Um, So we'll still have that. Still have, you know, F-Words Pod, The Flex, Coach's Corner. I mean, all those things that that we're already doing that are really good. But this is just going to be designed to be a quick hitter on the news of the day. You know, when we get into the season, we'll have just new stuff that comes out during the day. Injury updates, that kind of stuff. Um, and this is going to be our place to talk about those, just get kind of a quick reaction. The goal is going to be to get them, get them out, um, you know, sometime mid-afternoon so that you have this to listen to on your drive home every day, assuming you're, you know, going into work at this point. Um, but just something to get the reaction of, of the things that happen during the day. So that, that's kind of the goal of what we're going to be doing here. Um, again, hope that you have, you know, subscribed to all the podcasts that I mentioned, all the Broadway Sports Media podcasts. I hope you're already subscribed to those. Rate and review those uh, when you subscribe. Also, broadwaysportsmedia.com is the new site where we're doing a ton of really cool stuff. Check that out. You can get a subscription to that to get all of the best, you know, tape breakdowns and all that stuff. We've got Mike. We've got Superhorn. uh, We've got, you know, Josh, Titans Tape, Titans Film Room. And all those guys are just cranking out fantastic work there. So be sure and check that out um, as well as subscribing to the podcast and and all those types of things. Um, You know, we're obviously... I guess training camp is technically over at this point, uh, so we've kind of moved past that phase. So we'll start to get, I guess, less updates on things that happen during practice. Right now, you know, all the media that is, you know, whatever levels, I think there's two or three levels of clearance that these guys have to go through to be able to watch practice. They can't tweet during practice. There's only a certain, you know, certain part of practice they can record take pictures of whatever that's always the case here in training camp now as we move into now as we move past training camp um you're going to get even less than that i think there's only like one or two pool reporters is what they're calling them that you know have, have that are following basically the same testing protocol as the players um it'll be those guys there so we'll get kind of that report just from a couple of guys instead of the you know kind of the whole nashville media what we've been getting to this point I don't know if that changes a lot, especially with the way things have gone this year. You know, typically in training camp, fans are out there. Um, you know, we've been able to go out to a few practices, like through Music City Miracles and get credentials and that kind of stuff. You get to go in the locker room and talk to guys. I mean, no, nobody's doing that this year. So I'm not sure how big of a change it'll be, the shift from, you know, what's been training camp to regular practice. But it will be a little bit different. We'll get less information on injuries. Uh, that's kind of hard to believe. Uh, with Mike Vrabel and his propensity to not give information on injuries when he doesn't absolutely have to. So, you know, until an injury report has to be submitted week one on Wednesday, um, you know, we basically get nothing from Vrabel on what goes on. The only thing we get is observations that people have during camp. Like yesterday, um, it was reported, I mean, I, I saw it from Glennon, but I don't know, who, I'm sure other people had it as well, that Nate Davis and Derek Roberson were both carted off during practice. Now, it turns out that Nate Davis's apparently was just a cramp. Um, so we'll see if he's back on the practice field uh, in the next couple of days. That would be really good news because there's a little bit of a panic moment uh, when you hear that Nate Davis goes down just because we saw Jamil Douglas behind him last year. And he wasn't as bad as 
maybe we remember he had one really, really bad game. But Nate Davis is obviously a, a key part of what they're doing on the offensive line. Got a whole lot better as the season went on last year after, you know, not starting at the beginning of the year, you know, being a guy from a small school, having an injury in camp, missing time, that kind of stuff really did hurt him. But, I mean, he was definitely a guy that was playing well for them at the end of the year and a guy that they're going to be counting on this year to be a part of an offensive line that they hope is going to be really good. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, see what kind of updates we get there. Again, we're not going to get – I don't think that Brable will even tell us he had a cramp. Um, I think we'll just – we'll know if he's back on the practice field or not based on guys seeing him uh, during warm-ups. It will basically be what we get there. I always go back to the Rashawn Evans thing, his rookie year, where, you know, he went inside one day during training camp when, you know, fans – I mean, everybody was there that day. And Vrabel, I think, said after practice that he had a hydration issue, and then he missed, like, the next two weeks. Turned out it was a hamstring thing. We didn't find that out till later. But, you know, Vrabel is you know, just notorious with his not wanting to give anything away on the injury front. So just keep that in mind. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. But we won't get anything official on him until, you know, the Wednesday or, I guess, Thursday before the first game since the Titans don't play till Monday night. Uh, Derek Roberson does seem to be maybe a more significant injury. Again, I don't know that we'll know that for sure unless we get something from, you know, inside the building, whether a player source or whatever. Um, so we'll kind of have to see how that plays out. Roberson's a guy that, you know, really came on at the end of last year. Um, I think they definitely see some potential in him, some stuff they like there. Uh, he's a guy that they need, too, because, you know, when you talk about the edge position right now, um, the Titans are obviously – you know, not great there. Um, we, we, we've talked all offseason about how, how much they needed to improve the pass rush. Um, you know, I don't know how much they've done that with Vic Beasley being at camp but not practicing still. He's still on the non-football injury list. I, I don't have any idea what kind of progress or, or whatever that he's making. Um, you probably heard, you know, the exchange with Paul Kuharski and Vrabel over that. Again, Vrabel's not going to give anything that he absolutely doesn't have to. Um, so not surprised that we haven't really gotten any updates there. Hopefully, you know, he's ready to go for week one, but at this point I don't know that we really know that he will be. Um, so you've got Roberson is a guy that is going to play snaps there as long as he's healthy. Um, you know, you've got Harold Landry obviously at the top of the group. You've got Kamale Correa they brought back, DeAndre Walker that we didn't get to see last year because of an injury that he suffered in training camp. I mean, so they've got some pieces there, and they can rotate different guys around. Um, you know, Rashawn Evans has done some of that. I mean, so they've got different guys that they can use there, but it, they need all hands on deck, you know, for that. And so um, it'll just be interesting to, to monitor the whole Roberson thing and, and see how that goes. You know, we're still waiting on Jadavion Clowney. That's been the thing that has, you know, everybody's talked about all offseason. I mean, I guess he has to be closer to signing at this point with somebody um, because we're getting closer to the season. And there were, you know, plenty of reports and whatever that he didn't want to do training camp. You know, Peter King had the report, or, you know, had the thing on Midday 180 a couple weeks ago that if he doesn't get $15 million, he's not uh, per year, he's not going to play. I, I mean, I believe that when I see it. I mean, it certainly could be true. But it wouldn't seem to me to make sense to walk away from, you know, whatever that somebody's going to offer him to just not play because he doesn't get $15 million. But, again, you know, I, I really thought, you know, if you'd asked me in March if Clowney would be unsigned in September, I would have said, well, of course not. 
Now, obviously, you know, there's a lot of things with COVID and all that stuff is going on. But at this point, I mean, you know, teams are starting to install game plans for week one. So, you know, it's getting about that time for um, for him to report – or, I mean, for him to sign somewhere if he's going to play this year. So, continue to monitor that. I think that would be a huge upgrade, a huge addition, obviously, for this team. But um, have no idea, you know, what, what's really going on there. Uh, the other couple injury things, I mean, Darrington Evans and Christian Fulton have both missed pretty significant time, uh, you know, over the last week or so. So I'm, I'm interested to see where that puts them. Uh, you know, like I said, with the first game less than two weeks away now. So we'll have to see, you know, where they shake out in the rotation when they're able to get back. So we'll obviously be keeping an eye on that. And then Isaiah Wilson, um, you know, has had uh, some some different issues, injuries or not being in shape or, you know, whatever. I mean, none of that is confirmed. Um, but, you know, it seems pretty apparent at this point that Dennis Kelly will be your week one starter. Uh, how long it takes Isaiah Wilson to overtake him will be the thing that I think we're all paying attention to. Not really shocked that it's going to be Kelly in week one because, you know, not having an offseason veteran guy that's been here and all that stuff. So no, no huge surprise there. No reason to panic or call it a wasted pick. I know there's been, you know, some, some stuff with that going around. But um, and not, not worried about that yet. But I do want to see Isaiah Wilson in the starting lineup before we get to kind of the midpoint of the season. I mean, I think that's what – that's what we should all be looking for. So anyway, that, that's kind of what this show is going to be. Just quick news, a little bit of opinion on the news, that type of stuff. Um, like I said, we're going to try to do it daily. We'll see We'll see how that goes. But that's the plan, just 10 minutes a day, something quick to listen to on your way home or while you run or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so like I said, subscribe. Just, just search for Home Run Throwback on wherever you get your podcast. You'll find it. It's, it's going to be in that feed. And like I said, that that podcast is going to I – mean, I'll continue to interview different people, um, but a lot of John Glennon, we're going to be doing a lot of shows on Sunday nights reacting to the game and all that stuff. So be sure and check that out, broadwaysportsmedia.com. A lot of cool stuff going on there as well. So thank you so much for listening to the first edition of Talking Titans for 10. I am Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you again later. Brought to you by Broadway Sports Media.